0: Hi, everybody. My name is Niels Engle. Um I'm a global technologist at Veeam Software and I'm going to talk today about how to not have a massive outage and get fired. Now, for those of you who don't know me. Um, my name as I said, is Niels. I work at Veeam Software for about six years. Um, you can find my Twitter handle and my personal blog on there. And I like to be call myself a guy who's into DevOps. I'm a general geek. I like comics as well. I'm a big Lego fan, as you will notice throughout my presentation. Now, those who know Veeam Software knows that we are a, an availability company specialized in backup and disaster recovery. And a very common question I get is why do you do this job? Why do you love backup and disaster recovery? And actually, that's a very interesting story. Because when I was a young kid, I used to sit a lot like this, of course, without the beard and everything. But um, over time, I grew one. But what happened in best was, when I started with computers, initially, in the early days of Windows and Windows 95, for example, I remember waking up one day with a virus on my computer, unable to boot the system. And back then, when there were no backups, there was an easy solution. You would take a floppy disk, go to a friend, copy the files you were missing, plug them in your computer and just put the files back. Of course, it was a very painful experience for me to get a virus on my Windows computer, and I decided, you know what, I'll look into something different, and thanks to the internet, I realized there is another operating system called Linux. So I switched to Linux because viruses, according to what I found on the internet back then, didn't really exist in Linux unless you executed them yourself. Now, everything went well, and I used Linux for two, three years, gained a lot of experience, and I did manage to break my Linux by installing a new software by running configure, make and make install and removing some specific folder according to the readme file. However, I did a mistake and I lost all my files and the computer could not boot. So where I'm going with this whole story is this was happening to me as a kid, but in a company this happens all the time. People accidentally delete a file, viruses or ransomware happen all the time. So IT disasters, they can happen all the time. Of course, you want to be protected against this, but it doesn't matter where you are. They can happen at any place, anywhere, any anytime. Now I'm very sure that you've heard about outages affecting major, many, for example, airlines over the last 18 months. There are a lot of airlines which had issues in, in the past 18 months and, and, and came into the news. There's actually more. There are other things that you never ever hear of they're related to weather. But most of these actually are related to man problems. So somebody deleted a file made a mistake powered on a virtual machine, which shouldn't have been mis- powered on and things like that. So Very few are big, but they are affecting the whole data center. And what's more importantly is most of these are related to applications. Now, This is of course different than my Windows story, but it happens all the time. And five things I always see in a company when I talk to them about disaster recovery and backup is familiar things in terms of data loss. So accidental deletion is of course one thing, somebody deleted a file or somebody installed a new patch or an update for Windows or some type of application without doing proper testing. They did a power on and the server crashed or had issues. These things are very common um, effects and happen on a daily basis. Now another thing is of course unforeseen events. Um, if you're working in a data center, you may have everything nice and tidy up and running. But what if, for example, the external network goes down and it's out of your control? These things happen as well. Do you have multiple data centers? Are you running in a public cloud as disaster recovery? Do you have any plans in case of this? Now. Those, of course, are heavy things, but what about internal and external threats? So if somebody leaves the company, is his access immediately revoked? If not, does he still have access when he leaves the the door, picking up his phone, removing files or emails? Um, Ransomware is another thing that's very hot, of course, and again, brings me back to my Windows story where I had a virus and I lost files. So mistakes happen all the time, and it doesn't matter where you are. In the world, if it's in your main data center or if it's in a public data center, a public cloud, I mean things can happen. So you can't ignore these or well, you shouldn't ignore it and you don't want to become the company where downtown is affecting you in a in a massive point and where it costs a lot of money and people will get fired. First of all, back up your stuff. If it's a computer, if it's If it's your phone, if it's your tablet, if it's your servers, public cloud, private cloud, it doesn't matter where you are, you need to have a backup. You need to be back up and running as soon as possible. Of course, backups is one thing and restoring from a backup can take a lot of time. So what I always advise is Have a disaster recovery plan. And then with this, just press one button and you're good to go when you power on everything in a public cloud or maybe in a secondary data center. And this is where a pain point actually exists because a lot of companies I talk to, they say, well, We have a disaster recovery plan, but it's very complex to maintain. And when things change, we need to update this and we've had it in the past that something was forgotten and well then things went wrong when we actually had a disaster. So Another point which happens a lot is uh, or some familiar sounds on in terms of disaster recovery are which virtual machine should be powered up first. Which one should be last? Which one are connected to each other? Do we have an active directory and an exchange working together? Do we have a database with a web service working together? And how do we know what has changed? How do we know if we are ready to do the failover? And these are just some common questions which are very familiar and should be on your priority list when building a disaster recovery plan. Do you actually test your disaster recovery or do you even test your backups? Now, some common answers are we do this every month, which is very good if you're doing this, but many companies are doing it only once or twice a year Um, or the answer is we should do it more often. Um, A very painful answer I've had in the past as well is we test it when we need to do a restore or a failover, which isn't a good answer because if you have to do or you do the test when you do actually do the restore and your data is corrupt at that point of time, your data is gone, you're losing money, you're losing time, uh, it will only well end up in the worst case. And then the final one, of course, we outsource it and hope everything is okay. Maybe interesting, however, an external company usually doesn't know what is running in your data center, or at least they shouldn't. Even if you have a good relationship, they can do some type of application testing. But in the end, you want to be in control and you want to maintain what's going on. And 18% of the businesses in 2017 felt prepared and felt very prepared actually to recover their data center in case of a disaster, meaning data loss or when they had to do a disaster recovery to a secondary data center. So are you part of the 18%? Yes or no? That's the big question you should ask at the end of this session. Where I'm going with this is I work at Veeam Software, and at Veeam Software, we've got a solution called the Veeam Availability Orchestrator, which allows you and helps you with automatically creation of documents and disaster recovery plans. Now, the advantage here is you set this up once, you configure it once, and every change related to your infrastructure, which may potentially impact your disaster recovery plan, will be documented in there. It also provides you the possibility of doing automatic tests. And in the end, you'll have a reliable recovery solution for disaster recovery. So in terms of dynamic dynamic documents, what we offer is template based files in Word document, which can be uh, utilized. Every change you do in your disaster recovery plan or in your environment in the production is documented in in there. So you can satisfy legal and compliance requirements and everything is automatically maintained with up-to-date data. So even if the guy responsible for a specific type of application or um, disaster recovery scenario goes on a holiday, his contact details are in there, their steps of what to do are in there, everything is fully up-to-date. Automatic testing, I've said it before, testing can take a lot of time, cost a lot of money, but everything can be done automatically through our orchestrator. And of course, in the end, you'll have reliable recovery with role based access where people can maintain their own infrastructure and perform the restores or the failovers specifically to a specific virtual machine and an application when needed. So again, application verification. So it's not only about the virtual machines. No, it's predefined out of the box checks for example, for for example, Microsoft Exchange, SQL Server, SharePoint, and other services. But of course, it can be customized and you can leverage any type of um, scripting method to test scripts against replication in your infrastructure. What are the use cases? First of all, disaster recovery, which gives you the possibility to react to an outage. You can leverage this as planned migration when you are moving data centers from one location to the other location, um, which can be useful as well. Patching and testing so that changes in the infrastructure, which potentially it can have an impact are for you actually do the upgrade and finally of course security audits improving IT security within your infrastructure by doing well batch testing doing performance testing in terms of disaster recovery tests etc so improve the security level for you as well. So act now give the product a test Make sure that you download it, that you get familiar with it, and see how easy it is to use to have a proper disaster recovery plan. Be prepared for when disasters actually happen. As I said in the beginning of the story, I've learned it the hard way as a kid by leveraging Windows and getting a virus, and in Linux terms, deleting a file, which are just two examples of everyday scenarios that we see in IT infrastructures. So Veeam Availability Orchestrator is now available. Make sure that you try it out, get familiar with it, and have a disaster recovery plan for the future. Thank you very much for your attention, and I hope you have a nice day.